0: Well, the kids are looking for your cues. They can be receptive to your negative views of yeah. that person and your lack of friendship or lack of desire for relationship. And they can kind of assess that to themselves and say, well, if my bio parent doesn't want to be their friend, then I'm not supposed to be their friend either. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way.
1: We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation.
0: Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. Guys, if you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment. We'd love to hear your feedback and reviews. Also, as we talked about last week, and as we're going to continue to remind you, the Blended Couples Conference is going to be coming up yep. in September. That's September 30th at Fellowship Church in yep. Grapevine, Texas. If you are not in Grapevine, Texas or around the DFW area, I'm going to tell you, encourage your spouse to take a staycation or a vacation and yes. come to Grapevine to this event. It's an all-day event Saturday. Mm-hmm. Myself and Vanessa will be speaking along with pastors pastors. Ed and Lisa Young Mm -hmm. and Jimmy Evans and many, many others. Can't wait to see you there.
1: Yes. And you can find tickets on our website at blennykeenomfamilies.com under our events page. But today we're going to dive back into what we were talking about last week, which is parent and step-parent relationships. And last week we talked about Mm -hmm. um, establishing a friendship or how some of us desire to have a friendship with our co-parent. And for some of us, that's just not possible. And it's okay either way.
0: Yeah. And if that is a desire of your heart, we talked a lot about, you know, kind of how that process can take place. What does a healthy friendship look like last week? And Mm -hmm. we encourage you go back to last week and watch that episode and then come back to us right here because we're going to talk about the benefits of that. Yeah. Why it can make parenting a little bit easier. Yeah. And and maybe some other benefits that you can you can surround in your family. So why does it why does having a friendship and I, and I want to make sure I separate this friendship relationship two different things mm-hmm. so why does having a good relationship or some sort of a friendship make mm-hmm. parenting easier?
1: yeah I think whenever you have a mutual respect and you have honor and you have grace for one another, I believe that in any relationship it makes the um just the giving and the receiving and the things that you're pouring in or taking out from one another, um, it establishes a foundation of trust. Mm-hmm. And there, upon trust, when you have that foundation, you can build upon that. So as co-parents or you know, biological parents and step-parents, when you work together, that can help your children thrive. It can mm-hmm. actually be beneficial to your own family. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, of course, your relationship with your co-parent.
0: Yeah, and it builds trust. Again, good communication builds trust. Trust in friendships builds more trust. Again, when you're a blended family and you are really separated in in your co-parenting and really in your parenting because there are two different households, there's a lot of communications taking place, there's a lot of moving pieces that are happening, you need trust in this relationship just to almost like quiet your parent heart. and, and and your parent mind that good things are happening and trust is the center of that
1: yeah No, that's so good. And, you know, one of the other things that we were talking about is it helps kids understand that the step parent is a vital part of the parenting process. And we Mm -hmm. just did a podcast with Rachel Scott in this series, you guys, that we want to encourage you to go back and listen to because step parents play such a vital part in our Mm stepchildren's lives. There is a great amount of influence that you have um, that can be used for, for good and you know, and it can be negative. And so whenever you have that healthy uh, relationship with your uh, other co-parent, you know, and there's a friendship that has been established Mm -hmm. there, that can really help your children thrive in their school. It can help them thrive within the home. It can help them thrive in their relationships. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, step parents, I think, can play a very vital role. And you talked, you and Rachel Scott talked about being an observer, but mm-hmm. also being a participant in that. And so, um, when I think whenever biological parents and step parents have that relationship they have that friendship Mm -hmm. and they have that mutual respect and understanding Mm -hmm. that's where you can invite one another into situations where really the child can benefit from both parents and you and you they they need that
0: yeah well the kids are looking for your cues so children are so much so many times receptive or uh, so let me just say this they're receptive also in positive and negative ways so they can be receptive to your negative views of yeah. that person and your lack of friendship or lack of desire for relationship. Mm-hmm. And they can kind of assess that to themselves and say, well, if my bio parent doesn't wanna be their friend, then I'm not supposed to be their friend either. And and that is so real on so many levels. I've seen children who want a genuine relationship with their step parent, but mm-hmm. they feel they can't because the bio parent does not desire that kind of relationship. And in some cases, even verbally or nonchalantly, encourages the child not to have that relationship. Yeah. So the reverse of that is when you move forward in your friendship and relationship with the step parent, you're also giving the freedom to the child or children to say, it's okay. I trust them. You can trust them. I would would desire a friendship with them, you can desire a friendship with them. Mm-hmm. They can be a benefit. It's almost like giving your, you're giving permission to your child to say, it's okay, this relationship is safe, yeah. and I'm ready for us to move forward in it.
1: Yeah, and I think the great thing about um, when we can develop a friendship uh, or a healthy relationship with our other parents is it allows us to be peacemakers in the home. Mm. And I'm in the book of Matthew right now, and it talks about You know, blessed are the peacemakers. Um, Mm. And so whenever we can establish that peace in our home and in relationship, again, that goes back to the children and Mm -hmm. how they're going to benefit from that and what they're going to take out of the home and then spread into the world and in their community Mm -hmm. and at school.
0: Yeah. And another benefit of these relationships, and and I think that I'm going to approach this from a really interesting perspective, but the friendships that can exist between step parents and bio parents can also ease and create relationships between the two bio parents sure so i want to just throw this scenario to you you you're were, you're were remarried and your new spouse now has an affinity or desires a friendship with your ex-spouse now in your mind you're thinking oh my gosh do you not remember all the horror stories I told you? Yeah. Do you not remember all the things that were going on? Well, I'd, I'd like to remind any bio parent that's out there, understand that those situations, first of all, usually in most cases go both ways. Yeah. So it's usually not just one. Yep. And the toxicity that existed was magnified over and over and over and again. And you got to experience that in real time. But your new spouse doesn't have that. Yeah. And now you're looking at your new spouse going, okay, I have such admiration for you and love for you, and I respect you so much, and you want to be friends with them. What does that say about this? Yeah, Because you're like, how can somebody that I respect so much want this friendship, and yet I don't so much? So it can can create a new wrinkle in your blended family that says, maybe there's something here that I need to let go of, and I need to put... The past behind us, because that person, that step parent, that's rolling in, doesn't have that baggage with them. Sure, and so they're looking at it from a perspective, usually from the child's perspective, yeah. going, "It's benefit to them," which is what I signed on for when yeah. I married you. Is my desire is to have uh, a home that's best suited for our children. Yeah, and so part of that is I need to make sure that I am extending the olive branch to your ex spouse mm-hmm. so that we can have some type of relationship or friendship that would be best beneficial for the children.
1: Yeah. And you know, we know that there is toxicity in sure. previous relationships in our uh, ex spouse. And we know that, uh, there's personalities that are very, very difficult to deal with. And so again, you guys, we want to reiterate, you know, it's great if we can establish that, but, um, it is okay too if you cannot and that's Mm -hmm. not anything um you know anything to say that that you've necessarily done wrong or Mm -hmm. that um that you've caused but understanding that you know this could just be a season and you know what it may be one of those situations where that that relationship never does develop you know we've encountered a lot of blended families who have adult children Mm -hmm. and they're like we've never been able to be in the same room together but you know what um we just want to encourage you to keep pressing into the Lord and just seeking mm-hmm. His heart after that person and in the in in the season and just making sure that your heart is clean towards them. Um, you know, we don't we don't want to harbor any anger or resentment, but we want to be free of that and we want to be. Um, we, we don't want to be enslaved or in bondage to that um, mm-hmm. because that's really where the enemy has control. Even even if we don't speak to them, um, we can still be enslaved and, and be held in bondage mm-hmm. by our anger and resentment towards them. But whenever mm-hmm. we can just forgive and, um, and lay that down at the foot of the cross, then we can just walk in freedom. And that can be with a relationship and friendship or without one. Um, either way, uh, having that foundation in jesus and standing on his word that's what's going to sustain sustain you
0: yeah if you've taken the time to listen to the last couple episodes and 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 we we acknowledge that in blended families when we start interjecting the word uh ex-spouse and friend yeah uh we know that there's going to be some um some emotion stirred sure so if if you've listened to these episodes and you're like you know scott vanessa i like you guys but y'all Y'all gone crazy when you start interjecting these two words. Um, I want to say to you, if that is a strong feeling for you, that that could also be God moving in you. And mm-hmm. it could be stirring. The Holy Spirit could be stirring something up in you. And so if this is you, I, I want to encourage you to do a few things. One, I'd encourage you to pray about this. I would encourage you, you know, if you're having that feeling or that's your feeling, understand that let's look at self first. Yeah. Let's look inside, you know part of emotional intelligence is being able to first reaction is look internal yeah. to go. Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Why do I have such a negative connotation when I hear those two words together? So let's look inside, start praying. Um, and then I would also encourage you to have conversations with your spouse. Yeah. Hey, listen, this is something I'd like, and I'd like to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about it? And yeah. what, what benefits do you see? Or what, you know, what do you not see? Um, then have conversations with the other parent or the yes. other step parent. Say, hey, listen, I, I, I know dudes, you know, and I'll speak to guys for a second. we we're, we're When you're in your 40s, you're an awkward friend maker. <laughs> All right, we do things awkwardly, and awkward is okay. But I've seen it where, like, hey, I meet some guy and I'm like, dude, I, we need to be friends. And mm-hmm. I will say that we need to be friends because I like you and you are great for me yeah. and great for my marriage and, uh, and great for the kids. So, guys, you have to step out. Ask for me, like, hey, let's let's have coffee or go to dinner or whatever that is. Um, so, encourage conversations. And, and and lastly, I would just say if it doesn't work the first time, don't be afraid to try again. Yeah. You know, you may just not have hit it at the right time. You know, you just may not have approached it right in the situation. Sure. So, keep trying. Um, guys, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Again, I know it's touchy, but we're just trying to encourage you to uh, reach out and try something new. Yeah. So, guys, hope you've enjoyed this. We'll Take care, and we'll see you next week.
1: Be blessed in all that you do.
0: Hey, guys. So glad you were here with us today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode.
1: And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.